It's been almost two months since a primordial stone titan rose above the Taldore city of Kaimal. Local forces were marshaled against it, but it was a group of adventurers who came to be known as the Titan Slayers who destroyed the creature's heart and brought its rampage to an end. Since then, those adventurers have traveled across continents seeking information about the enigmatic powers now stirring alongside these ancient creatures. Rise of the Ancients is a D&D 5th edition actual play campaign set in Exandria, the world of Matthew Mercer's critical role and incorporating material from Arcana of the Ancients, a science fantasy resource book by Monty Cook Games. Our intro music is by Jasmine Rosa. If you need your own theme music, you can reach her at coffeexedge at gmail.com. As always, this episode sponsored by Roll20. I mean, this episode is going to come out at, like, the end of August. So, everything I talk about right now is going to be old news by future us time. We're going to be sitting here with pumpkin spice and blankets on, what? and it's going to be amazing. Or we'll be in person with pumpkin spice and jam. Yes. Yeah. At the end of August? I mean, yes. Starbucks will bring it up pretty quick. Yeah. August yeah. is like still warm all the way through. I don't care. <laughs> it's like one of the warmest times normally. <laughs> no, nope, don't care. Warm. Uh, so we'll have uh, blankets and it'll be snowing. <laughs> Seasons have no meanings anymore. No, Corey. Nobody crosses their fingers and hopes for that. Get out of here, you polar bear. Uh, but things about roll twenty on August second. So like three, four weeks. Um, in the past, a whole bunch of <laughs> super cool D and D books have gone on sale permanently. So, so like, they're still on sale what? now. Yeah, it's not a sale. They've permanently reduced prices on a whole bunch of books. So, like, if you want a big pre-built adventure already in Roll Twenty with dynamic lighting and all of the text and all of the tokens and stuff, you can pick up like. Dungeon of the Mad Mage for cheaper than it was in July. That actually sounds rad. Yeah, because then I have dope. to do no work. I know, and we could put it on our table. It's a weird sentence when you don't know that you have a TV in your table. We have a TV in our table. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's some cool stuff about Roll Twenty. Now let's get into the episode. You've said your goodbyes to Valentino and Dekaize. Made your way back to the surface with Amriel, Caffriel, Slade, and Charlotte limping alongside you. The night air is brisk, and the sky is clear. After the stifling heat of the Sagarin Gorge, it's a welcome respite. Before anyone can really begin to speak, there's a loud squawk, and a bundle of feathers collides with Norestos. You're back! Oh! I kept watch perfectly! I'm so... Oh, that's not my accent. I forgot what character I was. I'm so glad you didn't go down there. It's so... It was so terrible. There was a turtle that was on fire. And many other smaller turtles also on fire. And poison? There was just poison! I found a mouse. Did you kill it? I ate it. Awesome. I almost died. Mm, I'm happy you didn't. 
This is a 45 minute conversation we're going to have in real time. <laughs> so, uh, what do you do now that your party is all the way back together? Is it like camping time? Are we still in Misuthar 20? <laughs> yes, it is late at night. We should set up camp. Yeah, long rest. Is it terrible here? Like, is this a nightmare zone? Because the map looks not pleasant. Yeah, no, it's cold. Like, you're in effectively Taldore February right now. So, it's still pretty much winter, and you're up in the mountains. Like, it is quite cold. You could probably camp more comfortably if you went back into the mountain towards some of the hot vents. So, is that, like, an Amon November, or...? Or is it, like, (laughs) pumpkin spice and blankets weather? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just painting okay, arbitrary perfect. things because I was like, I don't know what a. It's a Whitestone June. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, but we could probably set up camp, stay warm, right? We won't die. I mean, I, mean, I can make fire out of my hands. So you also, within like an hour's journey, have the Elrevian Mansion. If you want to sleep in a bed. It's an hour? We should just do it. Okay. I thought I it mean, was in the Emerald Outpost. I thought it was a lot farther. It's not terribly far from here. Like, um, I suppose it's an hour on horseback, so maybe it's a little bit longer. Uh, if you did an hour short rest, would Nerestos... Does Nerestos have any wild shapes? He does not. An hour short rest would get him wild shapes, and we could fly there in style. You'd be there in like ten minutes. Sure, let's do that. Or you could camp all night. Whatever you'd prefer. And my no. bird form is huge, so I can carry everybody. Beds sound good. I think. Sorry, what was that, Amanda? Everybody. Um, is mumbling. <laughs> Boom hour. Um, is Charlotte crazy? She looks withdrawn. And uh, did anybody heal her hand? No, she doesn't deserve it. Okay, so Shade has, or Shade, Slade has bandaged her hand, and she's just kind of like holding on to it and being very quiet. How long does it take to attune to something? Short rest. Short rest. All right, I'll give her my amulet of the drunkard and say, All right, think about this really hard for the next hour, and then have some wine, and you'll feel better. Well, and then the give pro- it back. The problem is her hurt, and I can take care of that. Oh, I don't have any magic for that. Do you? I do. I'd, um... Really appreciate it. Thank you. What do you say first? She totally mumbled sorry as you were talking. Yeah, no, louder. And I'm, why? I'm very sorry for trying to seize the power that Saren was taking. It was not the right call. Is it not the right call because you were stopped? Or is it not the right call because it was bad? Shell cast cure wounds. No, don't! We're teaching it! She says, it's not the right call because I couldn't handle it. Heal 30, Charlotte. I'm going to get down on my hands and my knees beside her and be like, Charlotte. Is she standing? Like... No, 
get down on my hands and knees because I'm super sitting. Like, so I like squat. Yeah, I was super confused because I'm like, you're like a dog? No, I'm squatting around. Okay, Okay, yeah. You guys are getting too hung up on this. I squat. (laughs) It's important. Um, And I say, Charlotte, I mean, you and Delilah are like some of my, and Shell are like, you're one of my oldest friends, which is, you know, maybe sad to say, but true. <laughs> um, and I know you're a good person, okay? So just remember that your power is enough, and you use it well, and you don't need to seek power. You don't need shortcuts to power, okay? You will grow it as you go. And then I sneak in behind and say, also remember, if you try shit like that again, I will kill you. She really will. And she just kind of nods and she says, thank you for saving us. Okay, now we can drop it. Do it again, you're dead, but we can drop it. And uh, throughout all of this, Slade has been sort of walking the perimeter and he comes back with uh, some like dry sticks and drops them down and sort of brushes his hands off. He's like, so, do we need to make a fire, or...? You're not innocent in this, but you're not the one I'm dealing with. What did, what did I do? Delilah <laughs> just turns and walks away. It's a pleasure to meet you, by the way. Hi. Uh, my name's Zarestos. I'm, I'm Slade Adlam. Uh, that's my sister, Charlotte. Uh, the jerk twins are Amriel and Caffriel. I've heard a lot about two of you. And I don't know the twins. Oh, it's because they're, they're very rude. I can see it in their eyes. They're yeah. whispering to each other in a different language. Um, yeah. See, what language? Uh, uh, celestial. I, I speak Celestial, comp- motherfucker. Fucker. <laughs> um, Jen, do you want to make a perception check to see if you can hear their whispers? I really don't care what they're saying, but I'll do it just in case it graces my eardrums. 19. Uh, you can hear that they're basically trying to figure out how they can spin uh, Saren's story to uh, Gerwald. The dick father? Yeah, they want to come out of this the best they can without contradicting anything that Slade and Charlotte say. I'm going to say in Celestial to them. You are both twats. <laughs> and they both like whip and look at you wide eyed. <laughs> and then uh, they kind of move away. Uh, like sadly. <laughs> um, Shell and Arrestos, would you please mind making the fire while um, Slade and I just walk the perimeter one more time? Big panda fire. Where do you want it? I think on the sticks, maybe? I mean, I really, I trust you. Sticks on fire. <laughs> Alright, you create a little campfire, and Sumi and Slade uh, go off to speak. <laughs> Patrick! Slade, how are you? Are you okay? Ah, uh, it was, um... Pretty touch and go there for a second. Uh, we would not have survived if you hadn't come. How did you... I mean, 
thank you. How did you know we were in trouble? Um, well, I scried to check on you, and uh, you guys were stuck in some sort of stasis field. Did somebody push you into it? Where were the Star Dazzlers? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, where do I start? Okay, you know that we were with the Star Dazzles, and we were coming to here to find stuff. We found a guide along the way, and she was really interested in um, finding this technology stuff as well. Her name was Xanthra. She was um, a lieutenant in the guard at uh, the Emerald Outpost. Oh, we've met her. Yeah, so, um, and he kind of looks back at the camp, and he says, I was really interested in the technology, and Charlotte was really interested in the technology, and they kind of got into a fight. Xenthra pushed Charlotte into the thing, so I tried to get her out. Yeah, that, that lo- is what it looks like. Yeah, so I don't think she likes us anymore. I don't know what happened to Alenda and Raven. Um, it basically felt like no time at all, and then suddenly Saren was there, and he's like, it's been ten days, you didn't check in, yada yada, and like, stuff. And then, so, he wanted to see what was going on, and we went further down, Um then he found that Titan's eye and went a little bit off. Okay, so you don't think that that was all part of his plan? You think he kind of got corrupted? Um, tell you the truth, he's not exactly a, a super trustworthy. He wasn't a really super trustworthy guy, always looking for an angle. I didn't think that he would turn to sacrificing people he's known for our entire lives. But, um, he did, so... (laughs) There you have it. Well, I mean, I hope this doesn't sour you on adventuring. I I do hope it teaches you and Charlotte maybe to be less trusting. Um, but, I mean, you've, you've done your best. You did a good job and everyone came out okay. He says, yes, we're doing better. And it would be really great if you could tell your father... That we saved your lives because he's very angry at us. Uh, Jen, could you make an insight check for me, please? A ten. <laughs> yeah, he um, he seems really embarrassed by uh, Saren kind of tricking them and taking control of them that way. Oh. He says, um. No, uh, adventuring, it's not really the goal, it's just what we've, we've got to do to help Dad out, you know? You don't, you don't have to. If, if, if you don't want to adventure, there are so many things you could be very helpful to your father with. It doesn't have to be this. This is a really shitty life, I'm going to be really honest. Well, I mean, it's better than being bored back at home. I... I know that you suggested that I go back and, you know, just have, like, a quiet, regular life, but uh, I don't want to settle down yet. I know, but isn't there, like, something in between going, you know, like, making babies and pancakes versus 
going into murder death holes. Like, there's got to be a middle ground. I don't know. Have you seen how big my new sword is? Yeah, it's really, really cool. Is this whole conversation a metaphor for Slade and Sumi's relationship? Or what is happening here? Real deep I don't want to settle down. Wait, have you seen my big sword? Like, what is happening? Huge. I mean, I'd keep him warm for the next hour, but... Um, The fire's going to do that, don't worry. So I also, I wanted to apologize. Uh, Clearly, uh, that was a really shitty scry I did. I was just very upset, but I'm very sorry. I was just, I, I don't really date, and so I've never really, I'm not very good at, like, not dating anymore, if you know what I mean. And so he puts his hand, like, towards your shoulder and says, can I give you a hug? Yes, no, absolutely. And he gives you a hug, and he's still in his armor, and so it's not, like, super uh, comfort uh, comfortable, but he, he says, says... You go ahead. It pinches me, but I don't say anything, because I'm nice. This is super cold. <laughs> he says, it's it's really okay. Um, you do what you need to do, and I mean, uh, it was always gonna be just kind of a pit stop for you. I'm human. You're an elf. So, I mean, I'm just really happy that we got to get to know each other. I mean, it's really sweet you think I'll outlive you. I mean... <laughs> First I... of all, roll insight, because that's not Slade. That can't be. That's way too introspective and, like, deep thoughts. He got leadership now. For that potato of a man... 16. Is it Slade? Yeah, it's Slade. You're just he... jealous because he had a better V. Yeah. Norestos grew... <laughs> doesn't care at all. He grew up in Iman, in a city that's very cosmopolitan. He sees relationships between uh, species that have different lifespans. But yes, I think it's very sweet that you think I'm going to live longer than you. I mean... Most of my party has been dead at some point, and some perma-dead. Um, but I, that's very sweet of you. And I mean, I really do hope... I think you're an awesome person. Um, so hopefully we're still cool, and we can still be, you know, buds. Comrades in arms. Excellent. Well, I'm really glad. And again, I just want to apologize. It was like... Like I said, I mean, the last guy I broke up with, I just stole all his money and left town. So, um, I'm not good at it. Um. We've had very different lives, right? Yep. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, thank you for bringing everybody to come and save us. I'm just glad we were in time because seriously I was like shitting a brick but here's how we saved uh, Shell we had to get him first and then I'll like regale him on the rest of our walk about that cool story okay can we can can I roll something to see if there's a chance that Delilah like walks by them because I walked off yeah can I see if I like meet up with them or can we just say I meet up with them you're so good you could probably just follow us and we'd never know (laughs) Slade wouldn't so I come in at like as they're talking about like Shell and saving Shell, and I'm like, "So are we good? What's happening, friends? Are we good?" 
Should I be leaving? Are you getting it on tonight? Or are we still hating each other? Wow. No, we've never hated each other. Oh. Whoops. <laughs> no, we're all good. All good and friends here. Come along, knock everything on the ground, and then leave. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just telling about how uh, we rescued Shell first. And also, like, telling Slade that, you know, if he doesn't want to adventure, there's other cool things to do that are useful that aren't adventuring or making pancakes. Yeah, there's, like, lots of, like, in-between stuff. You could have been God Sprawls. I've actually been really interested in politics recently. I'm, oh! I'm sorry, what? Uh, that would be really great. You'd be so earnest. You would be very trustworthy. Like, you know, I was thinking about trying for, like, a local election on, like, a neighborhood board first and kind of working my way up. But then Council of Oman. Do it! I think so that's he's, wonderful. He's Paul Rudd in Parks Brack. But... Let me have it. But just let me win. But let me have it. Um, Yeah, maybe you could try that. (laughs) (laughs) Sumi honestly thinks he'd have a good future in that because he's really honest and wouldn't take bribes. Oh, Delilah thinks he would get just suckered. Yeah, people would trick him. Just people would say, "This is how we save your your community," and he says, "Where do I sign up?" I mean, yeah. I have faith in his ability to learn, maybe? Yeah, you should definitely go try that and stay in that community, because that's how you make a difference. Oh my goodness, Delilah. Do you want to hear the funniest thing Slade said? Yeah. He said that I was going to live longer than him. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Uh, we're, we're... Have we, like... Does he realize that... Three out of the four of our people have died? Three out of the five? Yeah, five. Oh, five. Yeah. Shell's never died. Yeah, that's okay. But, well, like, Shell, we don't, we're not batting a good average dead. here. But, like, died, died. Um, but look at the sweet ink I got. Did Sumi yeah. die? No, I've never died. No, so two out of the five have died. No. I'm counting Shell as a death. I'm counting <laughs> Shell as a death. It was <laughs> as traumatic. Why don't you turn and look at the campfire where he's sitting? Well, he was as dead as Delilah. Was. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was never that. Anyways. Does he like There's no way we are out Yeah, he loves him. the tattoo. Sorry, was that what you asked, Jen? Yeah, I showed him my tattoo. I wanted to know he thought it was cool. Yes, absolutely. He takes a look at it and uh, he says that it looks really cool and then like says, wait, is this magic? Yeah. What does it do? It makes me really good in bed. Oh. They can make magic for anything these days. (laughs) You should test that out. Oh, no, we can't. Um, so you go ahead and you have a short rest, uh, so everybody can take off short rest as they like. Um, you are not interrupted. Do you want to then fly up the Emerald Outpost? Yes, please. Yes. 
And are you giant eagle or are you? Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl. It's my Look. huge form. Look. Oh, that's cool. It's on roll twenty with a multi-sided token. Is it? Can I... Oh, that's where I can switch what thing I am. Yeah. Neato. Neato PG Keen. No, just regular Neato. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So you, um, Nerestos transforms into his massive Quetzalcoatl form. Uh, you take off into the night uh, and fly, you know, a little bit above the peaks of the mountains, uh, passing over the guard post, the roads the town. Everything is quiet. There are a couple of lights still burning, but mostly the ones that are, like, you know, outside to, like, the streets. Very few in the houses. Excuse me. In the houses. Uh, you come up to the Elrevian Mansion, the two-story building that was gifted to Delilah by her fiancé uh, forever ago, and that she has never seen. Oh, I forgot I haven't seen yeah, this. You were your too. sister at this point. That's right. Oh, so this is it. It's pretty nice, eh? Yeah. And this was just given to me? Well, I think he's just lending it from other people. I don't know. Maybe he did. I don't know if you own it or what. He bought it from the uh, the two lords who were living there and said that uh, Delilah could use it at any time. He's such a baller. I know, right? And do th- there's like people who work here? Yeah, you guys said there was like people, right? Yeah, you own people. I oh, mean, you don't own them; weird. they're like your yeah. employees. Um, but like, this could be like our like one of our bases. Oh, oh, this could be part of our bed and breakfast plan. We have a bread and breakfast plan. Yeah, back way back when we left Kaimal, that first town we came into, we own a house there. Oh, yeah, that's right. We should open up a national chain. Right? Follow the Titan Slayers and bed and breakfasts. Where do you own a house? Yeah, where is there a house? In the one that we were attacked by Faye in the old tower, in the old... We don't own a house there. Yeah, we did. We talked them into giving us a house. Because they had some people who died. I I remember that. swear that we did. Because we thought we would have, like, a base of operations there, and then we never went back. Mm-hmm. I don't recall any of that. Gotta go back and re-listen to episode 14 and 15. Something. Um, Old Tower, I believe it was called. Okay, yeah. I guess we go in and... Int- am I weirdly nervous? Like, I feel nervous to go in and introduce myself. Like, they're, like, it's always the just waiting. Night. Do you want me to announce you? I don't really feel like I want to be announced, but I also feel like they might have a heart attack if they wake up and we're all just in the house. No, they were consummate pros. I think if we just knock, they're going to be a-okay. We probably shouldn't barge in. Okay, let's... Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. I hear knocking is a normal thing to do. Have we tried that before? No, like, I mean, if it was up to me, we'd just lockpick and go sleep, but... Ooh, I like that plan. Let's do that one. I'd also like to point out that as you're flying, uh, Charlotte is sort of like wide-eyed looking around and can't quite hide her grin. Um, 
and you're very surprised, but Amriel, one of the twins, she is, like, whooping. She is loving flying through the air. I'm gonna mime to Delilah, kicking her off the bird. <laughs> First of all, the bird is me, so... Sorry, the dinosaur. Wow. <laughs> off of our good friend Arrestos that we need to make a name tag for. <laughs> In case you run into other Quetzalcoatls in the world? No, because you wanted people to know that you were part of the party and not just oh, a Quetzalcoatl. You did ask. Yeah. Um, Alright, so you um, you land in the front, and there's sort of like a walkway that leads up to it, uh, sort of like a half-stable, where um, one of the people who worked here was doing some um, sort of uh, some services and, and whatnot, uh, when you were leaving last time, uh, no carriage or anything, no horses. Uh, the doors are closed up and there are no lights. You're coming at like three in the morning. Ooh, does anyone have like a booming knock? Okay. Delilah does. Yeah, Delilah. I just feel very rude. It's sure, your house. Oh. Well, why, don't um... we, why don't we just go in? Your house. They never met her. So? We could go in and leave a note for them. Sure, alright. Did you want to pick the lock? Yeah, I do. It's your house. Pick away. It is locked, so go ahead. Just thieves' tools that I would use, right? That's all I add to my roll? And your sleight of hand? No, no, just thieves' tools I'm lying. Thieves I've added. Plus... Oh, I've added. It. Yeah, I added thieves' tools to her skill list as a custom skill. I want that too. Um. So I rolled a natural twenty, and I rolled a thirty-two. <laughs> wow! So, like a hot knife through butter, you just and unlock this door. Guys, so the rest of us, like... it just appeared like it was. <laughs> yeah. She oh, just opens the door. You had a key after all. No. But Damn, you're fast. It. No, it was it was locked. She Fonzie kicks it open. It's like you sneezed and it was open. She Kramer. <laughs> yeah, she just slams the door open. <laughs> Holy crap, you're Kramer. Whoa! <laughs> just very graceful. Hey, like that. <laughs> uh, okay, so I go hey, in and write a note. I'm going staff named Jerry now. <laughs> Um, I go in and write a note, and I leave it in the kitchen, because I... Oh, can somebody show me where the kitchen is so I can leave them a note? So, uh, before you do that, like, everybody's coming in, and there's no way for this group of, uh, like, eight people to come in completely quietly. And, uh... Un- Can't pass without a trace. Okay, well... Yeah. If they were all Delilah, <laughs> we would come in as silent as the night. Uh, an older uh, half-elven man comes out in, like, uh, a nightgown and, like, a little cap with the candle. And a 12-gauge. And uh, he looks and he says, Oh, Master Shell, right on time. What? Right on. Yes, you said take two weeks of vacation, and you'd be back a couple of days after. 
It's been about three weeks. Holy shit. <laughs> also, hi, I'm here too. So I am a prognosticator now. <laughs> Everybody bow down to the great all-knowing Shelnostradamus. Shelstradamus. That's what I said. No, okay. Shelnostradamus. That's probably hey, what you should Sumina. Welcome back. Uh, hello, Mr. Sumina. I'm sorry I didn't see you behind all of the other folk. Um, well, that's all right. I'm very, very happy uh, that there is, uh, your mistress has come. <gasps> Lady Delilah, I'm so happy. I push the twin forward. <laughs> um, you, he had descriptions of her before. He knows what she's supposed I don't know to look that. like. Yeah. <laughs> Amriel's like, uh. Hey, there uh, she is. And he says, oh, we were very sorry to hear of your untimely passing, and I'm happy to see you got better. <laughs> you can't get rid of me that easy, apparently. <laughs> um, well, the rest of the household is asleep. I'm a bit of a I'm very sleeper. sorry we woke you. Not at all. Um, is there anything that I can do to make you more comfortable? Um, I don't think so. You guys know where some beds are? We can we can just go get a couple hours of sleep, and then we we'll be happy to meet everybody in the morning. Yes, there are four rooms upstairs, and we can um, we can certainly uh, find accommodations for anyone who is not sharing. And um, I'll take a trip down to town first thing in the morning and replenish our stores. We'll have a very large lunch for you. What's this guy's dude's name again? His name is Hal. Halamir Airavar. Thank you very much. We'll see you in the morning. Very good. Um, are you sure you don't need me to turn down the beds or... Oh, no, no, no. You go back to sleep. Thank you. All right. Well... Hal, you are an absolute... Just doll. Make yourselves at home, of course. And uh, he heads back into the servants' quarters. And you can all head up the stairs. Uh, the master bedroom is in the top right. Uh, there's another larger bedroom in the bottom right. Uh, smaller bedroom, medium, large medium to the left side, west side of the mansion. The rest of us is just going to camp on this couch in this little whatever this room is down on the main floor in the living room yeah sounds good uh... <laughs> Sumi's gonna stand at the top of the stairs being very uncertain where to go Sumi, somehow comes out before, of a bathroom right? well yes but like I want you to have your own room but I don't want to bunk up with Charlotte. Oh, no. Come in here. Come in here. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, She's I'd, bunk scary up right just, now. I'd bunk up with just Slade, but I mean, that's awkward to ask and he'll read into it. Or you could just have a fun night. You know? Well, I know that's what I would do, but I don't, he seems like he's not the type of guy. He's talking about running for council. Like what's with that? I know. <laughs> and then Sumi and Delilah just gossip in there for like an hour. <laughs> Uh, it's like an hour to her asleep. <laughs> when does the pillow fight start? 
It's a dagger fight. Excuse you. Oh, God. Yeah, we're just sparring up there. <laughs> There's blood everywhere. We have, like, a lock pick-off. There is a safe in that room, I think. Yep, that's the master bedroom. That's where the safe was. Yeah. So, Slade, if uh, they're not given any other direction, uh, Slade and Caffriel take the larger room off to the left, uh, and then Charlotte and uh, Amriel go into the smaller room that has the view to the front. Delilah, isn't your house so big? Yeah, this is crazy. The safe has been closed and locked again. <laughs> Maybe there's more mummy inside. Maybe it's like if you leave the zone and come back like three days later, it's it replenished with Amazing. new stuff. Oh no, Shell, do you have terrible nightmares? What? Why? Well, I just know that Delilah has terrible nightmares. Mm-hmm. Delilah and Sumi hear some like frustrated, annoyed, whispered conversations out in the hallway. Who's that? You go and take a look. Oh, we definitely go up to the door. And, like... <laughs> and I'll use my perception to see if I know the voices. Yeah. Amriel is complaining about the small room, and the boys are switching with her. Wow. This lady. I really regret saving her. Yeah, me too. Can we, like, go back in time? We can push her off the bird! If you open the door, if you open the door, um, Slade is already out of his shirt as he's carrying his things to the smaller room. Oh, I'm definitely opening the door. (laughs) (laughs) It's just Scooby-Doo heads at the door. No, I open the door and I say, I'm sorry, is this not acceptable for you, princess? And Amriel turns and she says, we're very thankful for your hospitality. Uh-huh. She pushes uh, Charlotte into the bigger room. And they close the door very, very slowly, quietly. I don't like her. And I say that just out loud, just normal. <laughs> to her, in her face. Well, the door I is closed, like but I don't hide that I'm saying it. And I'm really distracted. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're like, you, yeah, no, it's great that you have that going on. I think it got deeper. <laughs> no, yeah, he wasn't. Didn't eat for ten days. Well, he probably he, he probably sweated a lot in the cave, so he's like real dehydrated. So his muscles are super, super pronounced. Got that bodybuilder body. Yeah, I was gonna say he's on that Marvel superhero uh, diet. Yep. All right, so you're in a safe spot. You can all go ahead and take a long rest. There is a. Uh, there are no. Uh, thieves breaking in through your windows tonight. <laughs> I'd be so mad. Unlike all the other times that's happened. That there's no thieves? Yeah, I'm I'm mad that that was even an option, that there would be thieves. Um. No, um. There is one thing that happens overnight. Oh no, what is it? I would say that Sumi is like, are Sumi and Delilah like sleeping in the same bed? Yep. Well, Delilah's definitely tossing and turning with nightmares. That's okay. I only transfer four hours. That's true. I can go trance in a chair. She's getting a little bit unruly. 
Yeah, she sprawls um, out and just takes the whole bed. I am going to cast a Beast Bond and um, summon Wolfcan and see if having like a pupper in bed helps calm her. So for an hour, she has a pupper cuddling her. Very nice. Does it help? It bites her. Amanda, does it help? Oh, definitely. 100%. Do I have to roll something, or can I just decide it helps? No. And I'm deciding, since uh, it's like a spirit, it's going to be a little bit cool to the touch, and that's probably comforting because you have fire nightmares. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It'd be very, very comforting. We're good friends! Saving each other if you die! So, you all wake up eight hours later around noon, early afternoon. Is there Corey anything? finished that song, and it was, Patrick said, save each other if you die. And then Corey said, unless your name is Darkin. <laughs> I can't I do it yet, but I can raise dead later. You need to have, like, parts of the dead to do that? No, there's one that you need, like, very little. That's true resurrection. Um, so you wake up eight hours later. Does Sumi have anything that she does for the four hours where everybody else is asleep? Nah, dude. Um, she'll she'll do a quick, like, talk stone with uh, Vincent. Just see how, how life is over there on the seas. We yeah, so... We just... Time zones. It's kind of lunchtime for him. He's back on a ship. Sweet. We'll just kind of chat for a bit if he has time. Nothing fancy. Slate? Yeah. Do you bring this talk stone into the bedroom with Slade? <laughs> Get out, twin. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> no, no. I don't think he knew I was dating anyone. Did he? Maybe he did. I don't know. No, I don't think that ever came up with Vincent. No, I don't. In think your it did. mind, you'd also broken up with Slade. Again, I didn't sleep with Vincent. And well, even if she did, why are we judging? I slept with the innkeeper. Right. Oh yeah, and, that's right. And then broke his chair. Sure did. Uh, no, yeah, that's all I'll do. I'm just I'm trying to like role play having a friendship, and it's just I want to hand wave it, but to be like, yeah, I have a friendship. Yeah. What's that like? Right? Someone that I don't like defy death with every day? Just someone who you're like, hey, what's up? Don't understand that. Alright. Sounds good. And then um, everybody wakes up in the early afternoon. Shell unfortunately takes one point of exhaustion. Why? So, Corey, when Shell wakes up, he just feels hot and sweaty and just so thirsty. Wait, is he... Does he Mervaini this morning? Well, let's see how uh, Shell reacts before he comes out of his room. What? Is there anything that you do as you wake up and you just feel, like, completely beat and sweaty and thirsty? Drink out of my water. You drink... And the water evaporates as it touches your tongue. 
Does Shell do nothing? Um, so, I didn't say this, but, like, I put my, I would have put the blue mic in, like, a vase or in the bathtub. I wouldn't have a bathtub in this little tiny room. There's, there's a bathtub in the washroom uh, to the other side. Yeah. Just put it in there for a while, I guess. Yeah. For the night, I mean. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be any effect on the blue mic. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, so I just come out then. All right, and everybody comes down for uh, a lunch. I look at Shell really hard. Does he look different? (laughs) (laughs) You come out and you see Shell going by, and uh, he looks a little tired, like bags under the eyes, but there's nothing suspicious about it. What was the name of the how, the gentleman that we woke up again? Hal. Hal. Okay. I would like to find Hal and find out if we can have all the ingredients to make pizza. Mmm. So, <laughs> when you come downstairs, there is food on the table already. There's um, some, like, cooked meats that are sliced. There's fruits, breads, cheeses. Um, it's quite a nice, like, sort of stack of food that uh, could be sort of kept for an hour or two and sort of like the hot ones are underneath like metal plates and so on um, because they weren't sure when you were coming down. Uh, Hal is not here right now, but uh, Beldethas, a human woman, uh, also older, and... Uh, Vintheris, uh half-elven woman, are working here. And then, like, out of the kitchen comes the young girl, uh, Zira. And she's, like, carrying uh, uh, a pitcher full of ice, um, like, iced drinks. Shell uh, pop his head in the corner and be like... <laughs> Yummy breakfast! Sumi's so happy. Yeah, then you can tuck in and you can start eating and um, uh, Vintheris will uh, come up to Delilah and say, Oh, it's very nice to finally meet you. I'm Vintheris. I see too many of the uh, day-to-day things at the the manor here. Hi, Vinny. Thanks for breakfast. (laughs) Hello. Um, will Master Tarkan or Mr. Cesara be joining us? No, they aren't with us today. Very good. Well, Tar- Tarkan passed away. Oh, he Dawn Father's it. blessings upon his soul. Thank you. I appreciate Thank you. that. Um, well, please, if there's anything else you need, you just let us know. Zira, out of here! And she kind of shoes the Oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. She's like, she looks up and she's got like, her mouth is full of grapes. Come sit with us. It's okay. You gotta try these ones. These ones are so much better. Those ones are real good, but you gotta try this one right here. It's so cool. Zira sits up and she's like, 
Okay, yeah. Uh, it's so good to have you have you back. Um, vacation with uh, the rest of the people here? It's not very fun. You guys all vacationed together? Yeah, they took us up to the hot springs. Was it not good? No, they just read the whole time. <laughs> what What do you want to do on vacation? Oh, I wanted to go up into the really hot hot springs, but they said that it was only for the adults. That's sad. I remember being told that a lot. And uh, Vintheris says, you'll be able to go there when you're of your majority. Until then, there's nothing there that you need to be seeing at your age. So how much longer do we need to wait? It's a fucking spring. Best kind. (laughs) Um, How much longer do you need to wait for what? For her to be of age. Oh, about four years. Okay, we'll go in four years. Or maybe three. (laughs) Sumi makes a face. Promises we're not sure we can keep. We'll be alive in one year. Uh, Zera, right? Uh, Zera. Zera. I mean, if you could have one day doing anything in this area, like, what would you want to do? Ooh, okay. So, there's this um, really, really high hill behind the school. And some of the older kids go up and they make snowmen up there. And then they roll them down the hill. And some of the really, really good ones slam into the school. And one time, uh, they broke one of the windows. I want to make the bigger one. So you want to vandalize the school? It's I mean, okay that's, if you that's what that. I heard. <laughs> I want my story to be told. <laughs> you are talking to the right people. Oh, we could make you a legend in this town. <laughs> And at this point, um, the rest of the people come down and Slade goes, Look at this spread! And Shell's hungry. Is Shell able to eat? I just want to check. Oh, like turning to ash in his mouth. (gasps) He took a magic coin. Yes, he can eat? He can eat. He said that so like, yep. And I was like, wait, yes, ash? Does Shell go for any of the iced drinks? Sure. You go to drink it, and uh, the liquid is disappearing, and none of it is getting into your mouth. You're haunted by a devil. I hope Shell tells us this at some point. Can I roll perception to see if I see that? Sure. With disadvantage, though. It's very, very... Difficult to see that. Shell just dies of dehydration and we don't know we don't know why he's not doing well. So disadvantage means I roll two and I take the least, right? Oh, correct. Fourteen. Oh wait, and I get an add Um nineteen. You rolled great. Uh yeah, with a nineteen you would see Shell like take a drink from an ice cool drink. And uh, there's just, like, a little bit of, uh, of like, 
steam or evaporation from it. And, um... Yeah. I don't say anything yet. She just looks at him super weird. Zira or Zira? Zira. Alright, Zira. What if we had the town be attacked by a beast and you slay it? Whoa, really? Uh, Sumi? Yeah. Where's this beast you're finding? I could use, um... Uh, I could use my, uh... Summon Bestial Spirit. I mean, I thought it was gonna be me, but sure. I mean, if you're offering, that'd be amazing, but I I didn't want you to get, you know... I mean, do you want to? You'd be a great actor. What's the scariest thing you can make? Uh, well, I can't turn it into you, so... What's scarier than Wow. Yeah. I mean, there was a good shot. I'm not... Not... (laughs) (laughs) Uh... I can turn it into a bunch of stuff. Like a big snake. Hmm? The best thing about this, maybe not the best thing, that's a bit of a stretch. But a cool thing about this is the fact that it's planned. You can go pick out whatever you want to wear. And you can wear whatever outfit you want because you know that the attack and everything's coming today. And you can be prepared. Awesome. And she sprints off. I mean, Narestas, you can take a little bit of stabbing, right? Oh yeah, no, it's fine. I could turn into a dinosaur. uh, I mean, that's pretty cool. Sumi, we're so nice. (laughs) I know, we're like, we'd be great aunts. Oh yeah, the best. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Why are we doing this? Uh, Because she had a shitty vacation, and she wants to be a legend in this town. Ooh. She, like, wants to be cool. Why here, her. though? This place is a shithole. Because this, this is where she lives. From. So? Says leave. Slave. Well, Nerestos, um... You can call me sir. Sir. Um, did you not grow up in, like, a community, or...? Uh, I grew up, and there was a bunch of assholes everywhere. Okay, um, so most people grow up in a community and there are bonds of friendship and helpfulness, um, history that's shared between people. And, you know, they they protect each other and hold each other up. And then you want to prove to those people how awesome you are. In a god's brawl. Is that where or you turn into gods and fight each other? Today. No, it was something that Tarkin and I used to talk about. Oh. Wow, that was cool. That was, that was a nice he shot. He misses you. Slade was your friend. Slade thinks he was his friend. Well, you were Slade's friend. It doesn't mean that it yeah. was reciprocated. Slade, I'm sure Tarkin misses you very much as well. I still have the mismatched set. He talked about you all the time. All the, from when he was scooping goo? <laughs> scooping goo, yeah. Oh. 
Um, so knock that off, Merrick. Let's not get into that. Let's have a fun <laughs> light evening. We... I just, you know, don't want my mom to go to Paris again. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to... Katie, you can't flip 180 like that constantly. It Fun was amazing. Goofy. Way too hard hitting offhand remark. Fun and goofy. Um, <laughs> like, I'm gonna. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna whisper to Delilah for a second because Delilah has both of the swords, right? Um, one. No. No. Yeah. yeah Shell. Oh, Shell kept one. Oh, okay. Well, then I won't. I won't ask Shell to give up his dark hand sword. I thought you'd given them both away. I'm still super pissed. They threw away my family's ancestral sword. Yeah. They didn't throw it away. They probably gave it to a fire newt. That's worse. Um, but as you say, like I, I know it's very sad. I still uh, trance in the silk sleeping cap he gave me. Is that a thing that happened? Yeah, it was your uh, winter miss. What is it called? Oh right, yeah. Winter's when we had a, it's your winter's crest gift me. I also present. still have the large yellow tooth from Shell in my notes. Uh, fun fact, Norestos has never celebrated Winter's Crest. Well! I don't think Winter, Winter's Crest is not celebrated in uh, in Wildmount, yeah. It is not. It is a Taldore holiday. Well, it's been like three weeks since then, so you know, you only have like <laughs> another ten years of gameplay till we're back there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have we're not making it that long. It's been more than three weeks since Winter's Crest. It's been about six weeks since Winter's Crest. There you go. Double the amount of time. That's um, only six weeks ago in game time? Merrick said we could like do a hiatus for as long as we want. We could be like, we just chill for a month. And he definitely you know, said that as if the world wouldn't fucking explode if we did that. Yeah, I said that I imagine that as soon as we agree to that, Merrick brings up a page that is all of his clocks ticking down, and he just starts just running down world-ending events. That's terrifying. That's what nightmares are made of. Mm -hmm. Just as a little bit of uh, housekeeping, something I forgot that I had to scroll back about a year in my conversation with Merrick. Uh, Norestos's eyes are just, uh, like, cloudy gray. That's creepy. Ew! Yeah. It's super noticeable. Just a heads up. Hey, do you need a heal? I find way. Well, have you seen your eyes? No. You can't see your own eyes. You looked in a mirror. Uh, Does it look like I've looked in a mirror? Alright. Well, just your eyes look a little bit different than everyone else's, so I thought you might be hurt. My eyes have always looked like this. Alright, well, that's good, just as long as you're okay. I mean, that's an open-ended statement, but sure. I, well, I just meant you're not blind, because eyes I've seen like that before are usually blind. Oh, wait, nope. talking about okay? Shell, are you okay? <laughs> oh, God, I mean, he's definitely got an appetite. No, I know, but, like, can you have cold things? Night. Doesn't seem like right, right now. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, what does that mean? Yeah, like so, what? So, drink, drink something. Show them what I saw. Do it. Also, <laughs> as he's doing that, just a quick uh, accounting. Winter's Crest started on uh, the twentieth of Dulahen, 
So it's been like exactly two months. It has been 60 days since we started this campaign. Wow. God, we're speeding through life. <laughs> so much shit has happened in two months. Uh, so Shell drinks the water. Is it just like bubbles in steam? Is it like boiling in your mouth? Or does it just like disappear as it's coming to his mouth? Duskar, not Dulahay. Dulahay is the next month after Misathar. It does disappear. Oh my god. What the fuck is happening with that? Shell, that's like bad. You you need liquid. And Charlotte stands up and says, He's cursed! Can you I fix can fix it? that! Can okay. I know that. I can fix that. You've got you you can dispel curses? Uh, well, I can restore them. Wait, we don't want them to be double-cursed. No, I'm not restoring the curse. I mean, it's, oh, I good. I'm sorry, just that's... It sounded like what you said. No, I can restore him. To his uncursed state. Can you restore the blue mic? Uh, I don't know that one. So, Patrick, you're talking about a greater restoration? I am. Do you have it prepared? I do. And I have uh, several hundred gold worth of diamonds, which I purchased before we left uh, Port Tamale. All right, yeah, because it will consume uh, 100 gold pieces worth of diamond dust. And I have 500 purchased. You're, like, super prepped. So I didn't even have greater restoration. I just knew that we'd probably level before I could buy it. So I thought ahead. Okay, so um, what is what do you do as Charlotte is standing up and pointing, and then she looks at you and says, "Oh, you're a druid. You're a powerful druid." Don't you forget it, or I'll hit you again. Um, she kind of touches her head a little. Yeah. Then I do the thing where I like look back to Shell, and then I look back at her. <laughs> watching you uh and then uh Nerestos walks over to like I'm, we're, I'm like sitting right next to Shell uh and just kind of like grabs his chair and spins it out so he's facing not towards the table I assume he's still eating <laughs> uh and I just grab him on either side of the head uh and you see what looks like uh, I love face hugs that <laughs> That's not. That's not what this is. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, no. Please don't make this any weirder than it has to be. And it looks like vines come shooting out over, like, sort of speed growth of like a carpet vine uh, all over Shell's face, and it just coats his whole head. Oh, I uh, hate that. And both of my hands. It looks like basically you covered both my hands and his head in paper mache. That sort of effect. Uh, and then just sort of hold it there for a while, humming, and then just break it free. And with it goes. Delilah looks at Subi and says, I'm going to have nightmares about this. Yeah, his magic's like really good, but whew, it's from the door. Terrible, but amazing. From the door, you hear, That was cool. And uh, Zira is there, and she's in like. Um, a heavy coat. 
She's got a toque pulled down over her head. She's got a backpack on. Uh, she's got a uh, short sword on one hip that looks like, you know, it's been pushed through uh, a belt. It looks like it's been taken off of a wall, like a very decorative sword. <laughs> Hashtag adventure. Um, but the greater restoration takes place, and Corey, you are no longer attuned to the bloom mic. But you are also Shit. no longer cursed. Your um, point of exhaustion stays, and you can test. You can drink some fluids, and you drink them again. The curse on the bloom mic is not removed. The remove curse ability only... Like, you couldn't, uh, by your own choice, have ended that attunement to the bloom mic. The remove the greater restoration is what does that. And I can't do it on items. If the hey, item maybe is you get Charlotte to look at it, she's pretty. Smart. I think you need remove curse for that. So, how you feel? Who me? Yes, you. Oh, bro, I feel <laughs> coming on. Sumi will hug Shell from the other side. Delilah also comes in. Shell's back! So Group the rest of my butt. He's here with me. He saved my life. I gotta go pee! Oh, oh I stopped up, hugging. Yeah. I hug him more. <laughs> Don't pee on me, though. <laughs> and Shell runs off to the bathroom. All right. So, should we go outside? Zara, now, you're going to fight a giant snake. You can really attack it. It's very much Norestos. But when Norestos acts dead, please do stop with the stabbing. Okay. And then we can remove the snake body. Does that, <laughs> does that sound good, Norestos? Uh, do you want giant snake, giant scorpion... Or dinosaur? What would you rather kill, little girl? Hero's choice. Um, oh, uh, giant snake, dinosaur, and what was the third one? Oh, also I could turn into a, a big ape. And a scorpion. I think. Okay, um, uh... No, I can't do that one. I <laughs> don't know why I have that one. I mean, the only right answer is dinosaur. Yeah, <laughs> but hold on. We need to go down to town so that other people can see this happen, right? No. What? Yes, what's what would That's you? the plan. She needs to be the hero. What's going to stop other people in town from trying to be heroes? Me. Oh. <laughs> You're just killing people. Is there? We got to fight that dead. <laughs> No, she's got it. She's got to oh, wear my leather coat with the hood up and then you take the hood down at the end and everybody sees it's you. Oh my god, I love it. And also, I love that our job... Okay, Slade, Charlotte, twin shit faces, listen up. Twin our job face. is going to be to play interference with the crowd as sneakily as possible. So, like, accidentally trip someone coming to help or do that, whoop, whoop. Oops, sorry. Oh, we both looked the same way. Oh, no. 
Or literally stab them if you need to. But don't kill them! (laughs) Or cut their legs off. You can make their swords really hot when they go to grab them. Or, like, rubber. Uh Make them, like, that they're no longer swords. Rubber swords. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I can prepare some spells like that. Sure. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be a good day. Guys, this is so much fun. Why don't we have fun more? Right? We just need to let off some steam and let a little girl kill a dinosaur. In the leather coat. And then so she can have the epic moment. Alright. We we don't have fun because you made us come here to save that guy. That's why we don't have fun. But now we have fun. And now he's saved. Sure, waver. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rise of the Ancients. Episodes are released on Fridays. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at SkyhammerK and on Instagram at SkyhammerPress. If you want some outtakes, keep listening after I stop talking. Jen started listening to Heroes of the Reef today. Oh, are you guys? Like, I'm not, I haven't even introduced as a character yet. And I've laughed so much. It is, like, so good. Like, Patrick describing his character was awesome. And then, I haven't gotten to Corey yet, but Amanda and, or, like, Ruby and Roach. And Amanda, you played that, like, you are Ruby in your heart. Because you played her so fast. And when Roach was like, ah, just take one of each straw in your mouth. You were like, straws? I was like, you were so fast and so funny. I miss those characters yeah. so much already. I was saying to Merrick, I'm like, can we like, play it again sometime? I got like in Ruby's head by doing those drawings. It was a, like, I felt like I became a Ruby. I was a very you method did. actor. You did. You were like, you were Ruby. And you and... Like Katie's banter was so fast. I like that's what amazed me. It's like Katie and I have never played a game together. Like we just like the characters just took off. It was amazing. Yeah, and like Corey and I never got to explore our pets. Uh, That's not true. They are brought up again in the fourth episode. Yeah, but they're not there. I don't have my cat in my backpack. You don't want that. We were going through some crazy shit. How sad would you have been if Lucifer fell off that floating island? You never met Lucifer then. (laughs) Cats are crazy, man. They survive by falling off of higher stuff than lower stuff. Uh, Delilah and the rest just decided not to cut up the turtle for parts. Oh, Shell also had some amazing rock ballads or like metal ballads he sang throughout the battle, and I loved them. And every time he did, Narestos was like, Whoa, that's dark. But uh, Sumi and Delilah loved them. Yeah, because they're both also wearing all black with their hair in their eyes. Yeah. And then we started to leave. We did leave. We made it all the way out. Valentino had another vision somewhere else. Right, right, right. We left all the way out. Anyways, we can go back. And this is the X version, X-rated version of this show. <laughs> Made to black. That's not how X-rated works. <laughs> right. Let's Wait. get zoomed in. 
Yes, it is, Corey. That's how every porn I've ever watched ends. The pizza man shows up. They say something sexy, and then it fades to black. She was watching the censored version. I didn't know they made that a porn. They do. Oh. They're actually hilarious. Do they actually make those? That's really yeah. funny. I had no idea. It's porn, but they cut out the porn, and it's really <laughs> funny. That's Wait, funny. When you really just want to watch for the story. Yeah. How do these people get into these wacky situations? Wow, Porn Without the Porn would be like a weird sitcom. It is. But worse acting. <laughs> no laugh track. Yeah, it's also really quiet. Because there's rarely, like, background music for that part. <laughs> oh, that would freak me out. I don't think so I can handle like, that. It's That's... people talking just silently. There's not even, like, anything. It's really so... weird. I've learned about myself, porn without the porn, apparently I'm fine with. The fact that there's no music and no sound <laughs> yeah, is it's... my line. That's that's weird. Yeah. Yep. America, I feel like there's a whole conversation you could cut out. <laughs> <laughs> Excerpts. Yeah. X. Okay. 